Well, hello, friends. I hope you're doing well. I am recording this midday. It's a winter mix kind of going on in the Midwest. But I wanted to share with you something that I found that was groundbreaking for me. And I hope it will be groundbreaking for you. In the past, and it started as when I was a little girl with my dad, he would say, I was, I'm picking you up, baby, at five o'clock, and I would wait and wait and wait, and no dad anywhere. And I remember I would wait by the phone, and this was back in the day, you know, where you had just regular phone. It wasn't the cell phones even in the play. You know, this was the early 80s. And I remember he would do this to me a lot. He would set up all these expectations and then wouldn't tell me when things changed. And what I regard it now is a couple of things. You know, as a small young child, no child deserves that. But what I understand now as an adult, that my dad lacked the capacity to give me the language when his life changed. And it was easy for him to be avoided than to come to us and talk through the issues. And what I found is this happens for a lot of people. And oftentimes, especially when it's closely connected relationships, it's very challenging. And I will say to this day, because of my dad, you know, there are certain things that are just general rule breakers for me. And I had to get to the premise that I weeded out the people that were in my life and made them understand what was my important things that they had to abide by in order to have a relationship with me. And I've discussed this with people I've dated in the past and the current gentleman that I'm seeing now. So yesterday, I knew in the back of my mind somewhere I had a wherewithal that this guy wasn't thinking about the football game that was coming on Sunday. And I do believe that the guy that I'm dating now is a little scattered and sometimes a little forgetful. And I remember trying to get him to hang out and come over Saturday. And He kind of alluded to he wanted to, but he wasn't quite sure, but he thought Sunday would be the better day for a variety of reasons. And I was okay. I I was a little let down, but it all worked itself out. I had a pretty full Saturday anyway, because I went to my daughter's college. We went grocery shopping and we spent a little time together and that was fruitful. And I got to be honest, I was pretty exhausted Uh, for those three days prior. So I could have used a little extra rest. So Sunday rolls around, we talk earlier in the day and we make these plans to see each other. And I get a call just as I have gotten my clothes on because I had came to the recollection or (laughs) the realization that I was gonna go out to the places I wanted to go regardless of him. And I remember when he called me, it was such a good feeling that he told me right out, hey, babe, I can see you afterwards, but I want to, you know, watch these two games, uh, blah, blah, blah. And he goes into the spiel and he feels genuinely bad. It seems like he does, you know, while we're having this conversation. And the old me would have stumped off, hung up the phone and really got mad. And the new me, I just said, "Okay, no problem. I'm already dressed and I'm about to head out. And it was funny because I had contacted him earlier because I had another thought. I said, you know, I really want to go out. And for two reasons, I'm big on marking the occasion. Life is going to throw you a lot of curveballs. 
And it is so important that you celebrate every darn achievement that you get. I'm serious. Even if it's just a bowl of chips, whatever it is, and I know that sounds really hokey, but we don't spend enough time patting ourselves on the back because we're always getting out into the fire of something else or getting away from the fire of the last thing. And it's always off to the next thing. And sometimes we need to take a moment to relish our achievements. And we don't do that. And one of the gentlemen I dated in the past, he had lost his wife shortly after his son was born. And he was sharing with me that that's why he got into the spirit of celebration because of his loss. And I have another dear girlfriend. She does the same. So we had talked about going out to celebrate my job promotion. And I kind of wanted something to eat, but I wanted something Uh, along the lines of like Japanese steakhouse or sushi or something. So I called him just to see if he was available. And I didn't get an immediate response, but he did call me back. And then that's when we talked and we realized, hey, maybe better for us to see each other later in the day. So I decide I'm going to feed myself at some point while I'm out. So I go to my first destination. And this is how God, universe, whatever you call the thing works. I get out of my car. And normally I don't look on the ground, but it was meant for me to look on the ground on the passenger side. And to my surprise, I see this huge bulging coming out of my tire. I'm like, what the heck is this? Now, I'm not a tire expert by any means. And probably somebody else automatically probably would have started panicking. And I kind of was out of panic, but I thought about two things. This car is parked. I'm going to grab these groceries. And the next store is maybe five miles away, if that. So I go to my next door. I Google the tire places because this is on a Sunday, keep in mind. And a lot of times these places aren't fully staffed. You know, a lot of times we go out to these places and they just don't have a lot of staff anymore. And, you know, it's pre post pandemic, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, staff ain't staffing anymore. So I go and go to this tire place. And when I get there, I ask, how long was the wait? And she tells me about 30 minutes or so. And um, I then say, okay, I think I'm going to prove. So she, she, I tell her I have it repaired and she's going to go out and check my tire. And it's kind of rainy. I, I got to add this element too. So we had just had snow. The snow finally melts and darn gone it. Would you believe it? Here we got Armageddon of the rain. And I and I kind of can't get mad at it because this was a situation where we had been just having some crappy weather and it was nice to have a reprieve. And as life would have it, we have some more snow out today. But anywho, I go in, uh, like I said, she looks at my tire. She said, oh, this isn't a repair you know, you're going to have to replace the tire. And as a matter of fact, because of the kind of drive you have on your car, you need to do the two. Now, I will wholeheartedly admit I was not prepared or thinking about buying new tires yesterday. Who would be? And I did get the cheaper tires. There was one, you know, that was one price and the other one that was double the price. But I know the tire that wasn't bad was in good shape. And I know that tire had better tread on it and and it was great. You know, the tires that I have now are okay, but I think the tires that I had initially on my car was even better, but I digress. So I, I decided to call my guy at the time and he was not in the best place. 
And sometimes you have to read the room. As much as you want to rely on people, the one thing I am going to drive hard, and my mom, I'm so grateful for her putting this in my spirit, is to think for yourself. So my guy was telling me, nope, I shouldn't have to buy two tires. I'm not even going to have that car for the rest of my life. Why don't I just go on and get the one tire and be done with it? And I Google some things and they say buy the two and that sort of thing. So I'm like, ooh, okay. So I said, I'll get the two. So I get the two tires, tussle with him on the phone, and we finally get off the phone. And I finish up and I'm on my way. And he calls me and he's like, honey, I'm waiting for you. I'm at your home. You know, take your time, whatever. And he was pleasant as pie. We had a very good evening together. And what made that evening even more together is that I decided that I was going to do what I wanted to do no matter what. And I say this, we have to have this mentality that we're not waiting on other people. And I think what happens to a lot of folks that get into relationship or looking for a relationship, you put your life on this hold until these people show up. And you can't do that. You have to move your needles forward and you have to get to a place where you truly understand, hey, I am going to do the things that bring me joy. And part of the things that bring me joy is to look at my calendar and plan things that are fun and whatever that fun thing may be, right? And I say, if someone shows up, great. But if they don't, the show must go on. And sometimes it's easier said than done, right? Because oftentimes, you know, if there's tickets or things of that nature, then that definitely um, changes things quite a bit. But I will say what I have learned is that when we go into a situation with expectation that this person is going to make everything okay, we are then putting the onus on someone else another human being to take care of our stuff. And we can't. We have to be the onus and take care of our own self. That's down to everything. You know, and I'll be transparent with you. I've changed my body significantly uh, since April. And I feel as though those steps that I made were so critical for me because I was really getting down on myself. And I think I even shared with you that I got scammed um, on a, you know, with the TikTok influencer to do the special program. Um, the, the one thing that I, my biggest takeaway is that I had to make sure I was doing it for me. Now, the guy that I'm currently dating right now, he could care less about if I lose another pound or not. That's not He's never said anything about my weight when I was bigger than what I was. And, you know, he comments how small I am now. He has congratulated me in his own way about um, me, you know, losing a lot of weight. And, you know, I look great. Um, but, But the ultimate onus is for me to get my body to the healthiest state for me. And people are going to have a variance of opinions on that. And I bring this up because this is life. There are people that are close to us who mean the world, and they are going to give us their feedback, their experience on what they believe should be best for us. And you have to get to a premise that 
you decide what's best for you and you stand in that 10 toes down that you don't get to a cadence or an attitude of oh well they say they like this so let me go jump for this monkey branch and do this no you do the things that make you happy for you and if you keep in that cadence you will always catch yourself on the upside because you're not doing it from the standpoint of a people pleasing yourself pleasing at this point and i think that's really hard for a lot of us who grew up as people pleasers you know it's inherently one of the things that we like to do to keep people to like us and we want to be accepted and sometimes when we grew up in environments where we weren't accepted and weren't affirmed, you keep seeking that out. And the one thing that I finally have gotten better in my spirit about is I'm not making my life goals a group project and I'm not running to check with other people on how they feel about it. And I wanted to make sure that whatever decisions I made, that those were purely mine and they weren't influenced outwardly doesn't mean that time from time that I may not go to people and ask information but ultimately the decision rests on myself and ultimately I make sure I try to do things that truly resonate with my spirit because that's when I get to show up as my full self and be my happiest and I think it's really good when you come to a point of knowing who you are and nobody can take that away from you when you know who you are you're you're so entrenched in that you know your power you know your wisdom and that is a awesome place to be and i think that's the most proud of thing i can think of that's happened to me recently that i've been doing a lot of things from a me perspective and been able to language my yeses and my nos and my reasoning as as needed Uh, on different things and understanding that you know people may not all be with the program of what I'm trying to do either so I've had to embrace the fact that I may not be liked some people may have disagreements and that has to be okay because we're not all going to agree on everything but we can be respectful and As we get through the rest of the month to come, because we are in the end of January as I record this, I made plans tentatively of some things I was going to do with my guy. And as, as far as I know, those things should still be in play. But if he's not available or life happens on his end, I am definitely going to keep my plans. And something cool that I did too, I um, did my mini celebration on my own, you know, with uh, myself at that Japanese steakhouse. And me and my guy are going to do something in the future together. But I also, that same day, uh, and I was, I'm glad I was forward thinking, I reached out to my middle daughter who lives here and it's close by and asked her, would she like to go out to brunch with me? It's hard to get my guy to commit to brunches on Sundays, depending on times, um, because sometimes he's a slow riser on, on Sundays. And with this particular place, they have a really um, 
Chris turnaround in their, um, what am I want to call it, their reservations. So you get whatever you get. And they only have this brunch on Sundays. And the one thing, too, I'm learning about my body is that I'm a nausher. So it's nice to be able to graze a little bit instead of having like big full meals. And don't get me wrong, if I, you know, when I go out and I get full meals, I'm very conscientious to immediately box most of the stuff up because I, I can't eat the same way I used to. And the other part of it, too, is um, I like to feel light and refreshed. Um, so I don't like the heaviness oftentimes that comes with eating the food. So I invited my daughter to come to this brunch with me and I told her what it was about and she congratulated me for my promotion. And then I told her, yep, let's go, let's do it. So she said, well, I'm not available this Sunday. And I said, well, honey, I don't think we're gonna be able to go this Sunday if we wanted to. And uh, sure enough, I was right, the next available round of reservations wasn't until March. Like I said, they only have brunch on Sundays and this place doesn't have a lot of reservations. So whatever March, I think the first weekend in March is the March that we decided uh, that we were going to go and hopefully, you know, we can, we can make it and if things change, so be it. But what I'm also trying to do is make sure I calendar in some me time and at the top of the year, just really be planful of the things that are important to me. And that way I won't go back and feel like I was ripped off and I wasn't getting what I needed. So I leave you with this. Life is going to keep evolving. The people in your life will also change. You are the constant. And even versions of yourself are going to change inevitably. And you have to embrace that there will be seasons where some of the same people or situations will no longer exist. But you maintain your balance by sticking to things that nurture and feed your spirit and soul. And you honor yourself. And, it's, and don't be in this position of waiting for people to do anything and get in position to do the things that you want to do. Today is one of those few times where I recorded this podcast, and this really was a good message even for myself. Not to say the other ones aren't, but this really just hit my spirit because I can see myself growing out of this cocoon and really flying and doing so much more. Always a pleasure. You can listen to anyone's podcast, but you decided to listen to mine, and we are so grateful. I appreciate your listenership and your attentiveness. Namaste, friends.